Welcome to CSN the Network Podcast. This is your host, Kayvon Cutler, with my amazing co-host, Dre Nazario Malik Hampton. How are y'all doing this evening? How's it going, man? Football season's over, so I'm sad, you know. But another day to talk sports. How's everybody doing today? Y'all know me, blessed and highly favored, blessed and highly favored. Great day to be here. Good day to pod, all that, all that. How you feeling, brother? Likewise, man. Blessing, highly favorite. You know, uh, better now that I'm talking to you two. Uh, definitely, you know, can relate to how Malik's feeling in regards to being down that football season is over, especially with how it ended for me personally. You know, as all our listeners know, uh, I'm a Niners fan, so, you know, we suffered a tough L last night in the Super Bowl that I thought for sure was right there for us for the taking, uh, especially with how the game started. I know that, you know, everyone that was watching probably was thinking the same thing. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, like Nick Bosa said, it comes in waves, <laughs> you know, definitely in uh, in good spirits, though. You know, like Bosa said, you know, Malik, um, you know, we, we have no control over that. So, you know, definitely can't get too emotional about it. Uh, but, you know, I am sad, you know, just because, y'all know, football is a long season, you know, especially, you know, when you avid fans like we are. So we've been paying attention since the summertime, early summer. So, you know, to make it all the way to this point, you know, you definitely want to see you guys finish on top. Um, just with all the storylines that you go through, all the injuries, you know what I'm saying, all the, you know, different ups and downs of the season, you know what I mean, Uh just imagine how, you know, camp started to how it is now. You know, people forget, you know, that Brock Purdy at one point was supposedly supposed to be in a QB competition with Trey Lance. I'm not going for it. Excuse me. Let me not supposedly. He was in a QB competition uh, that he definitely dominated. But uh, look how he finished the season. So it's just little stuff like that, like just different storylines that you forget about, you know, that you look back on and like, Dad, we made it. You know, that uh, we made it this far just being able to witness it from a spectating standpoint. You know, I was able to attend a game this year, uh, you know, first 49ers game that uh, I was able to attend. No, it wasn't in San Fran, but, you know, my, my mother lives in Ohio. So, you know, I made a trip out of it and, you know, went to uh, watch my Niners play uh, Cleveland. So, you know, it's it just stuff like that, man. You know, uh, you don't get too many opportunities they witness stuff like this. Malik's know. Malik knows, man. It's a lot of brothers that we know that have not witnessed their teams play in the Super Bowl. Uh, you feel me? So you got to think since 2012, you know, uh, we've now witnessed three Super Bowl L's. Uh, so it's crazy that, uh, you know, it's, that hump is what it is for us in that game. But, you know, I do think we'll bounce back for sure. So <sighs> I'm good. Same better days, but I'm I'm good though, man. I'm here, ready to pod. Let's get it. As my brother mentioned, uh, Super Bowl Fifty Eight took place yesterday, where the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco Forty ers in an OT thriller, twenty five to twenty two. Tell us about your thoughts of the game. Yeah. Um. Like, I'll go real quick, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, first two drives, I felt like we was good money. Uh, we was dominating the line of scrimmage. I know C-Mac fumbled on that first drive, which was a crucial fumble. Uh, ended up being, you know, but if you was watching that game, you seen we was moving the ball. So I liked what I was seeing just from an eye test standpoint. Um we just didn't capitalize, man, uh, and that's just what it comes down to. We had too many mistakes, and when we made them make mistakes, we didn't capitalize off of those mistakes, man. You got to think we was able to make them fumble when they were in their own red zone, uh, you feel me? And we was able to pick Mahomes off. Both of those turnovers, we ended up punting off both situations. You know, we weren't even able to turn those, you know, into three points. Uh, that definitely would have been a game changer right there as well. Um and then the momentum, I felt like, really shifted. Um, and you could just feel it. 
you know, and I know y'all can feel it as well watching it. Um, when we botched that punt, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I know Ray tried to recover it, but you know, one of our one of our players, you know, and it's it was just a honest mistake, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could be mad about it, but I mean that was an honest mistake. He's not paying attention per se, you know, he's trying to block and do his job, you know, and do his assignment and the ball just bounced weird and it bounced off his, his foot. So we tried to, you know, uh, recover it and they didn't. Ended up getting a 16 yard uh, passing touchdown. Easy for Mahomes, man. That shifted the momentum, I feel like. And then when we went down and scored late, all right, think, all right, at that point, you know, the game was 10 to 6 when we botched the punt. They went down, scored, got the touchdown. Now it's 13 10. Damn. All right, we come down, score. You feel me? And we missed the extra point. So instead of it being 17-13, it's 16-13. You feel me? Not to mention, uh, shout out my dog, man. Oh, man, Dre Greenlaw. Uh, that was a crucial loss for us. He went down, uh, you know, in the second quarter. Uh, man. That was a tough injury to watch because uh, it was like a fluke injury. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro was just running onto the field. Running onto the field, slipped towards Achilles. But to give background, he's been dealing with uh, Achilles tendonitis all season long. Uh, he has been on the injury report for weeks dealing with that. And I was wondering, it's just it's just crazy because I was wondering what the severity of it was because some, some weeks Malik and Dree, he wouldn't even practice. Like, there'd be two days, if not just one, out the week where he wouldn't practice. Like he'd just sit out because of that though. Um and I'm like, man, I wonder I wonder like what's the severity? And boom. I was I thought of that last night. I'm like, is his dad going Achilles, man? He's been dealing with that like half the season, man. Half the season. Um and I was wondering I kept seeing it. I'm like, what is Achilles tendonitis? So uh, you know, to me, you know, just like I said, the the fumble um, again, not to blame. I'm just saying what the things that we had going against us, man, the fumble, um, you know, early in the game, you know, that first drive, we could have got at least three out of that Malik. That would have been big for us. We could have where we was where we were, we would have got at least three. You know what I'm saying? Even if we uh didn't convert a first down on that particular set of plays, um, had he held on to the ball, we still could have got three just based off our position. Um then, you know not being able to capitalize off their turnovers, punting twice. Um, Dre Greenlaw getting hurt and uh, the block extra point, you know what I'm saying? But I, I can't, you know, say all the blame is, you know, excuse me, not blame, but it's just all on us, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you got to tip your head to Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to keep it G. Malik, we gave him too many opportunities, you know what I'm saying? We had, you know, chances to – Put the Chiefs away and really, you know what I mean, uh, take the game by the horns and uh, really dominate. And we weren't able to do that. You know, we kept them hanging around. We kept giving them opportunities. And that offense really wasn't doing nothing at all, in my opinion. I know they had six points, two field goals, but they weren't really moving the ball until we botched that punt. Then that, then the momentum shifted, man. And then they got loose. Uh, Dre Greenlaw, like I said, going down, they was really uh, able to capitalize off the short game. Um, and that's where he's dominant at, you know. Um, so they just took advantage, man. And, uh, you know, shout out to them. They was able to get the dub in overtime. Definitely was tough to watch. They were in the same play last year against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, man, we, we had our chances. P other people, you know, get on here, blame the refs. I'm not even – I'm not jacking that, man. You can't even – you can't even give them an opportunity where that could even be, you know, play a factor. You feel me? We had our chances to really win, and we didn't. So that's what it is, man. But congratulations to the Chiefs, man. You know, uh, I'm not a sore loser. Definitely uh, wish my Niners, you know, would have won. Uh, but we had a great season overall still. Uh, hopefully, you know, we could bring some some of the guys back. We got a deep free agency class coming up. Hopefully we can bring some of the guys back like Chase Young and, uh, you know, have another crack at it. But. Yeah, man, it's always bang, bang, not a gang for sure, but that was a tough one, man. What you got, though, Leek? Man, that was a good-ass game last night, bro. I, um, 
the first half was definitely uh, just more of like a defensive battle. Um, I think the Niners definitely controlled the first half. You know, uh, they was the more physical team. Um, line of scrimmage-wise, you know, they were running the ball good. And like you said, just, you know, the stifling the Chiefs offense, you know. Um, besides the big pass to, you know, Hardman, which was a crazy pass, uh, they hadn't really moved the ball, you know, as you said. You know, so for them to, you know, uh, get points before half was huge. Um, you really just hit it all in the head, man. Y'all ain't capitalized like when y'all should have. Y'all were dominating the whole first half, you know. Um, and if y'all could have stretched the lead a little bit more, you know, uh, I think it could have worked in y'all's favor. Um, I think uh, I think Dre Greenlaw also going down. Yeah, that's, that's sad, bro. You know, uh, we talked about it. Um, bro was playing – like a madman, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could tell he was really the tone setter for all of the flying around and everything you've seen in the first half. Um, and I think having him in would have been better for y'all because Kelsey went off that second half, man. Um, and uh, they were specifically targeting, you know, he caught Fred Warner a couple times too, but they was targeting, you know, Greenlaw's backup. I believe he gave up like eight catches on like nine nine attempts, you know what I'm saying, something crazy. Uh, and I think that, you know, definitely played a, a factor in just how the, the Chiefs attacked the second half. Um, but we got to give some credit to Patty, man. You know, he did it again. You know, 10-point um, deficit in the Super Bowl. Um, this year was, you know, kind of reminiscent of, you know, when he seen y'all the first year. You know, uh, he ain't turned up to the second half. But the first time y'all played him, it was the fourth quarter specifically. You know, I think they put 21 up on y'all in the fourth quarter. Uh, so, yeah, man, he, he he gets a late start in Super Bowls, man. But, you know, like, he going to bring it home, man. Um, which was why, you know, uh, a lot of people want to talk about the, the overtime call, you know what I'm saying, and, and Cal took the ball uh, with the rules changing. You know, I kind of understood it. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but on the opposite side of that, I kind of don't understand because you're banking on, you know, um, basically you scoring a touchdown in my mind, you know. Uh, yeah, you can get three and hopefully you can hold them to three, but that's Patty Mahomes over there, you know what I'm saying? So in my mind, Shanahan was really banking on them going down there and, and getting in the end zone. And if that was the case – you knew Patty was going to match, then it turns into a sudden death. You know, I understand his thinking there analytically, but uh, you never really do that in overtime, man. You always want to see what you got to do. You know, you always want to have that advantage. Um, and I think that works towards the Chiefs' favor, you know. Uh, shout out to that defense, you know. Um, the reason why I thought the game looked so weird last night until, you know, Patty and Kelsey got on their stuff, because the Chiefs got all pro corners, bro. Like, that defense is serious, you know what I'm saying? Spag called hell of a game. You know, called hell of games all year, you know what I'm saying? But in the playoffs specifically, you know, some of the teams they had to play, you know, the Ravens. You heard multiple Chiefs say last night, even after the win, that they thought the Ravens was the best team in the league, you know what I'm saying? So for them to go through them, hot Josh Allen, you know what I'm saying, uh, it's just – it's just crazy to see, bro, for real, for real, man. Um, and even the high-powered Miami team, they, they didn't have much defensively, but you know what Tyreek can do to you. You know what, you know, the offense can do to you. So I want to shout out to the defense, Big Cheese, Chris Jones. Um, they defense just made timely stops, man. You know, uh, like you said, y'all couldn't capitalize on their mistakes, and I think that was specifically to the defense. And last point I'll make, you know um, – just continuing to speak on, you know, just the defensive masterclass I've seen, you know, on both sides, you know, at certain points in the game. Like, bro, they had Ayuk. Now, don't get me wrong. Purdy missed a couple throws, you know, nothing to really, you know, down him about, you know, like some people are doing. Um, but for the most part, bro, they had Debo and Ayuk in shackles, bro. Like, 
they was really, really like guarding them boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why you seen Jawan Jennings step up, bro. Like that was the most like, you know, I'm down on Jawan Jennings. I keep it official. Like, I don't think bro good at all. You know what I'm saying? But for him to be, you know, y'all's best receiving option outside of McCaffrey last night was not, you know, not common, bro. Ray Ray McLeod caught a ball early in the game, bro. That never happens. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm thinking like, oh man, like the Niners might have something. But then when you sit there and think, it's like, do they actually have something because they got to get Ray Ray McLeod involved somehow or Ray Ray McLeod pops open somehow and, and Jennings, you know, becomes more reliable, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that, that's the thing that make you think of like which way it's going to go, you know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, you know, um, it was a good game, man. Uh, a really, really good game. I enjoyed watching it. Not a fan of either team. You know, I just love ball, you know, so it was good to see that. Good to see it come down to an overtime, you know, game-winning drive, man. Shout out to Patty. To add context, just to give you a, just a little uh, push on what you stated, the defense, you got to think, the defense was just came off the field, bro, at the, end of reg at the end of regulation. So from a coaching standpoint, yes, you got a tough decision. But I feel like the defense was tired, bro. And you ain't want to throw them back out there, bro. Because even in, in even in that drive where they, they uh, finished on us, you could tell they was kind of tired, bro. That game was weird, kind of, bro. But that gives you a chance. I, I understand that point, too. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. Like, it's too much foresight going on in it. Like, all right, let's just say they go score. It's in your hands to go score now. You know what I'm saying? That's what you was thinking originally when you took the ball first. You thought you was going to go get a tug. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm 100% Kyle Shanahan thought he could go get a tug. And they almost did. McDuffie made a hell of a play, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, they made a hell of a play. Chris Jones made a hell of a play down there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't want to get to blame him. But, yeah, just to touch on thank you for bringing that up specifically. Because that, that, that last play – Brandon Ayuk was naked. He wide, he wide open. But the cheese running free in your face, you couldn't see it. You got to pick that up, man. You got to pick that up. He know who I'm talking about. I'm not going, you know, name names on here. Do that to 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 our guys. But man, you got to pick that up, Leak. If I showed you the film, lined up right up right on top of him, bro. Come on, yeah, man. I don't know how that you let the best defensive player just come free? Come free? You don't even. That's what happened. Yeah, I see a lot of people talking about the Jennings little whip route. I don't think that was going to go for first. He had a little bit of separation, but the, the touchdown was Ayuk. Ayuk's back there, like you said, running naked, bro. Yeah. A lot of people say he had two people open that play. I don't know if you – I don't know if Jennings would have been able to get the first, but I know Ayuk. You don't cool. think he would have stretched and got there? It's possible for sure. It would have been a bang bang play though. He ain't had that much separation. Like people acting like he bobbed him or something. You know what I'm saying? He, he just had a, a little step on cuz, you know. But I mean, that's that's the game, bro. They made timely stops, bro. Like the the one before the game in the one before the game went to overtime, bro. Is the McDuffie one I was talking about, bro. Y'all are in field goal range. It's the two minute warning, and they send the corner blitz for the first time of the game, bro. And that's what McDuffie do, bro. He got a lot of sacks on the season. They they send him on blitzes a lot too, and he made deep play because y'all could have y'all could have got that first down. Y'all liable to milk it for a game winning field goal right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So they just they're deep, bro. It was just good defense, bro. I had to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just good defense on both sides. You know, uh, I can't even be mad, man. I I, I enjoyed the game, bro. I know you you. Don't like where y'all came out, but as a fan of the game, bro, and they having no dog in a fight, that was a great game. Okay. Appreciate y'all's recaps. Um, so does this win make Mahomes the second greatest quarterback of all times with his third Super Bowl? Um. And, you know, with his last two being back-to-back. -back. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. I, don't, I don't even think it's it's nothing to, to talk about. I know a lot of people love Joe Montana. I know Joe Montana was 4-0 in Super Bowls. 
I understand all that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I don't think it's a comparison, honestly. I think it's Brady than Mahomes, you know. Um, no, no disrespect to Joe Montana. Again, throwing that out there. Uh, but, yeah, I would have to say yes, myself. Um, and that's just, again, going off the eye test. You know, let's just hold off on naming the accolades for a second, right? But the kids' arm talent is just it's different. We haven't seen anything like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's, it's like hard to compare it to somebody. Like you could say Aaron Rodgers, but no, it's like he got a, a strong arm. You know what I mean? Uh, the throws he can make, the off-platform throws he can make, the angles at which he can make them. You can tell he played baseball. And I like quarterbacks that's played baseball because the different arm angles they can uh, make to make passes. Uh, Shout out Matt Stafford. Where does Bond? Uh, I like uh, I like I like seeing that. So that's 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 why I got him second. You know what I mean. Shout out to Peyton Manning too. I feel like Peyton Manning up there the show. You know what I mean. He definitely in the top five, bro. Patty made a sixty yard throw. Yeah, that throw to Hardman in the first in the first half, bro. That deep throw after y'all went up ten nothing, but that's a sixty yard throw cross body, bro. On the move, bro. Like, yeah, between two defenders, bro. That should have been a pick, but he lost the ball in the stand. The lights was too bright. He lost the ball. I can't even say it should have been a pick. I don't like that either, bro. It wasn't a pick. I'm I'm with Sherman on that. Let's not do hypotheticals. It wasn't a pick. It was a good throw. It was the only reason why I'm not dwelling on it because we made up for it, uh, literally. <laughs> yeah, that literally the next play. Bro. <laughs> but, but that was wild, though. He he had me hot watching that. I'm not gonna lie. That was big time. For sure. To add to that, uh, does this win put Andy Reid in the Mount Rushmore of NFL head coaches? I think so. Because if Andy Reid had any type of ring in Philly. It wouldn't even be a debate, to be honest with you. You know, um, he made so many NFC championship games, even Super Bowls over at Philly, you know what I'm saying, just couldn't really get it done. So they kind of like – they kind of pushed him out the door type joint, you know what I'm saying, because he couldn't win the big one in Philly. And, you know, you can't be mad at Philly because Philly did eventually go on to win their first Super Bowl, you know, with Doug Peterson. But you see what – all it took was – uh, Andy to to see that he to find Pat Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? He traded up to get Mahomes, and nobody seen that coming for real, you know. But he knew what he needed for his system, and it's it's been curtains ever since, man. He's been in the league six years. He's been a starter six years, bro, and he has been in the AFC Championship game six years. That's kind of crazy, bro. Three Super Bowl MVPs, three Super Bowls, two uh, league MVPs, and he only 28, bro. That's just a different. That's a different type of pace, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. No, it's it's definitely tough, fam. Um, and he got the record for total yards in the season. It's uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, you know, respect Andy Reid, especially for his tenure in Philly. Uh, I felt like that was a mistake letting him go back then. You know what I'm saying? Um, always respected his offensive uh, genius. Um, you know, just to state the record, he's. Now the fifth head coach with three or more Super Bowl titles, you know, joining Bill Pelichick, uh, who has six, Chuck Noll, who has four, Joe Gibbs has three, Bill Walsh has three, legendary Bill Walsh. And now Andy. Joe Gibbs. I knew Joe Gibbs was – knew Joe Gibbs had three. A lot of old heads speak highly of Joe Gibbs, bro. That's a fact. So, um, yeah, man. You know, again, it's another man you tip your hat to. And all you can do is show respect, man. You know, I can't even front. Definitely should be nah, up. He, 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 bro, they went to the drawing board, bro. And, and they start dialing it up, bro. Once I once I seen the first read option work on y'all, bro, I knew he was going. I knew y'all was going to get that. Like, I knew more of that was coming, bro, in crucial moments, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because. It was it was there. Y'all weren't expecting it, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing about Patty, bro. He can run, you know what I'm saying? And when he runs, it's kind of demoralizing, bro. Because 
you don't expect for him to scamper off for that many yards, you know what I'm saying, when he do. Yeah. Adversely, do we think that the championship window is now closed for the 49 Nah, I'm gonna let you get deep into it, but just a quick analysis. Nah, it's not over. They got a good roster, and they don't got to pay Purdy until after next year. You know what I'm saying? So they could theoretically build something again. You know what I'm saying? That mimics what they had this year. Uh, and they'll have, you know, Hufanga coming back from injury. You know what I'm saying? That'll help the defense. Y'all ain't going to have Greenlaw for a lot of next year, if at all. You know what I'm saying? Maybe playoffs, he might come back or something. But the quickest person to come back from Achilles was Cam Akers, bro. He did that He did that shit in like seven months, eight months, you know. Um, I don't know if Greenlaw's got that in him, you know, seeing how you got to plant down there every play, you know, as a linebacker. Um, but, no, nah, I don't think the window's closed at all. I, th I think just the way that they work their cap situation over there and just the players that they got, they just going to have to – you know, plug some more, go out and find the right people to plug in, you know, the way that they did. Uh, I seen Tashawn Gibson, bro. You know, I talked to you and Kales about this uh, a lot. Just some of the people y'all had on y'all's defense was so intriguing to me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just because I – I don't know. Y'all was such a good defense, bro. And just to know that y'all had like some players out there contributing, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like, I know Tashawn Gibson was playing that much because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know he, he played last year too, but I know he's playing that much because Hufanga was hurt, you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, no, he was just, starting regardless. But that's why I said, I know he was playing before, but I'm saying I know the reason why he was playing so much is because of Hufanga and they had to. Uh, bro, y'all had a uh, y'all had the rookie the rookie bull from Penn State out there playing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, getting reps, Jair Brown. Yeah, he yeah. Reps, so, but he was, I mean, he caught a pick last night. You know, that's a fact. But I say that to say y'all was just y'all was hiding people, bro. Like Tashawn Gibson's not a good player. You know what I'm saying? He's a solid player. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest with you, bro. So like seeing that he was on the defense, being a contributor, I'm like. You know, they front said they they just got a real solid defense that they can plug to Sean Gibson in, you know what I'm saying? But I say all that to say he was like the second lowest rated player last night, uh, after that linebacker, um, that I don't know the name of that replaced Greenlaw. You know, he was Alex second, Burks. Second worst graded player last night was to Sean Gibson. Yeah. It's just – it's crazy, bro. Y'all y'all got a stout-ass defense, bro. And that's the same with the, the Chiefs, though. The Chiefs got Mike Edwards starting at safety, bro. He old as dirt, bro, like, for real, for real. But the corners are so – everybody else so good, you know what I'm saying? Like, all he got to do is survey the field, basically. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really got to go up there and check nobody, you know. Yeah. He ain't really got to – he just got to make sure nothing get back over top of him. I, I just think that joint be so weird. But, nah, just – Sure, y'all Super Bowl window ain't over, but it is closing though. Yeah, it's it definitely not over. Um, you know, it's 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 because we have Brock Purdy on the contract that we have him on. Until we gotta pay him, that's when you know you can begin to worry. But we have one of the best cap situations in the league right now. Uh we one of the teams that has the most draft picks coming up, you know what I'm saying? So we got a lot of opportunity here to continue to build. Um, you know, we draft very well, as y'all can see. A lot of our players are homegrown. Um, so, you know, uh, I don't think it's over at all. Uh, you know, uh, definitely would have been tough. You know, another another person we didn't mention, Malik, that didn't really get to do anything uh, was Kittle. You know, how he was used in the game, you know. Uh, again, I was surprised by that, bro. No, I know. I, I thought too. going into the game, one of the – Bro, I ain't going to lie to you. I know that corners was going like, give y'all's receivers a rough time. I knew neither one of Ayuk or Debo was going off, off. I knew that was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I thought the advantages that y'all had was McCaffrey in the passing game and Kittle. You know what I'm saying? Because I say that to say Nick Bolton, the starting linebacker for the, uh, the Chiefs, he was like one of the bottom three or four uh, rated players 
of last night. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I just thought y'all could have exploited that a little more. So I was surprised to see that he he didn't try to get Kittle involved more because he did McCaffrey. McCaffrey had eight catches, 80 yards. You know, you can't expect much more out of a running back, you know. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that he didn't get Kittle going for real, for real, or tried to scheme up something because that was the advantage they had. But – before before that, I say that Nick Bolton was one of the worst rated players, and the other linebacker, uh, Chennel, I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, I think it's Chennel though. Um, he was the highest rated player in the game. So they had like a bottom four player and the highest rated player, like right beside each other. You know, so that probably helped help you know disguise a little bit. You know, of, of Nick Bolton's you know deficiency. Damn. I was surprised by Kittle, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought Kittle was gonna have a day yesterday. I did too, man. That's all I had for NFL football, and that'll be all for you know the foreseeable future for it. Just go for Rams, go Just Rams. As, as football season, end of the NFL football season comes to a close, um. I wish I could see my man K right now. He's a little hurt, but it's all good. It's all good. We're going to move on to uh, men's college hoops. First on the docket, uh, quick fun question. Um, who are in your power rankings uh, for college hoops, one through five? I'll go ahead and get it started off late. Um, one through five. In this particular order, I got UConn, I got Marquette, I got UNC, I got Purdue, and I got Kansas. Now, some may say, you know, how do you have the number two team for, uh, ranked fourth in your power rankings? I think they're not a team that makes me nervous outside of their star center. Uh, so I just think, you know, when it comes to March Madness, that's going to be uh, interesting matchups for teams. Um, however, they are one of the top teams in the nation because of uh, their star player, Malik. So uh, that's my top five right now as it currently stands. Of course, you know, that is subject to change. It's college hoops. We know there's a lot of parity. We know a lot of teams lose on a weekly basis. Uh, so that could change. But I, but I do think uh, that's consistently been, you know, the top teams you know, especially UConn, Purdue, um, you know, they've been in the top of the rankings, you know, for a good bit, you know, for these, uh, considering these recent weeks. And Marquette has been steady in the rankings, and so is Kansas. So, and of course, our Tar Heels, you know, how we how we looking this year in the ACC, holding it down, man, coming off a, a big win against Miami this past Saturday to bounce back. But, um, but, yeah, that's my top five. What you got? Um, mine is kind of the same. We were just talking about it before, you know, the pie, you know, um, I'm never really a believer in Purdue teams, um, until I truly see it, uh, but I can't ignore their record. So, um, I'll put UConn at number one. Um, I'll put Houston at number two. I'll put us UNC at number three. I'll put Kansas at number four. And I will put Purdue at number five. That is my top five. I know you like Marquette. Um, but I think Shaka Smart teams are really like they're defensive teams, bro. You know what I'm saying? I think they'll have a hard time like putting it in the basket come come March Madness, bro. I don't know why, but Shaka Smart teams normally have a rough time shooting, you know. So that's that's my top five. Okay, you both talked about uh, UNC. Um, but with their recent losses, uh, do you think that will push them uh, back from being number two, uh, the number two seed uh, in the NCAA tournament? 
Man, I'm not going to lie to you, Malik. I think they are going to try to front on us. Um, I don't think they should because I think that holds weight. If we, regardless of how the tournament finishes, if we win the ACC, right, we earn that. You know you earn that because you play everybody. You play everybody. You don't play everybody in the tournament. We legit got lined up. I got to go to you, and then you got to come to my house in the season. So I say that to say, um, you know, I do think we should be a number one seed, and I do think we have a strong case if we continue to stack the wins, finish the season strong, no more losses. We sweep Duke. That'd be another big dub. Uh, I do think, you know, if – you know, I do think we'll win the ACC tourney. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. But I'm not banking on that should be the deciding factor for us to get the number one seed, like I said. As long as we stack these wins, sweep out the season, uh, you know, sweep Duke, win the ACC, I feel like we'll be the number one seed. Uh, but as of right now, as it currently stands, I do think they're going to try to front on us and make us a number two seed just with – how we've uh, lost in the past two weeks. The teams we've lost to, we shouldn't have beat them. Like, we shouldn't have lost to Georgia Tech, and we shouldn't have lost to Clemson, just to keep it all the way stacked. We beat Duke in between those games, but that's how these past two weeks of games have been going for us. So, uh, you know, we got to remain consistent. And I know you said that's, you know, due to just immaturity, uh, you know, coming off a big win, uh, you know, not this past weekend, but the weekend before uh, last, so... But it's all good, though. What you think, though, fam? Um, I think that the Tar Heels can lose. I think they can only lose one more game if they want to get a number one seed. You know, if you check everybody's record outside of, you know, the top three, you know, everybody's damn near the same. Um, I don't have everybody's strength of schedule or, you know, uh, big time wins in front of me. Uh, but like you said, we were just number two in the nation. Um, so that, that holds weight. And I think that they, t they taken, um, they've taken notice of that, you know, the people who come up with the seating. Uh, so I think we just got, if we lose more than one game, um, the rest of the, the rest of the regular season, including the tourney, uh, yeah, I think for sure we'll be a, a number two seed. But if we can somehow, like you said, win out and win the tourney, I think it's a no-brainer. I, I don't think they'll they'll keep us from the number one seed. But that's that's gonna be tough to do, man, because we do got Duke, you know. Um, and then the tourney, I don't even know the last time we won the tourney. We never really. I mean, we always win the the ACC outright regular season, so the the AC tourney's never really. Uh, really something that we um we normally uh lock in for if that that makes sense we always normally lose a game even we've lost the championship game a few times too uh but yeah I, th I think we're we're right there on the cusp bro it could go either way but we can't lose more than one the rest of the way you muted brother I was just saying, uh, I think the last time we won the, the tournament was actually in 2017, fam. I told you, bro, who we beat. Bro, we don't never win the ACC. Bro, it's, it's, it's been like that for a little while now, bro. Don't, I don't know. It's just something we just don't. I ain't going to say the dudes don't care about it, but we normally got some shit locked up by the time the tournament come around, so it really don't be mattering. No, that's a fact. Hey, um, bear with me, y'all. I'm trying to find that SEC tournament championship game. Yeah, I see. Well, bro is trying to find that. Um, any games you looking forward to this week, week? This week? 
Uh, let me check it out, man. Um, I'd say uh, South Carolina Auburn plays Wednesday. Uh, that'll be a top twenty-five matchup. Um, I was telling Kay, you know, off air. We was talking about it. Uh, I'm definitely surprised at how good South Carolina's men's team is. You know what I'm saying? And I think Auburn is a team that is very much a sleeper. Um, I think any given day, you know, if they they got it right, you know, uh, they can they can clip somebody. You know, um, but that that'd probably be it right there, though, Dre. Honestly, uh, the South Carolina Auburn game. Number eleven versus number thirteen. It's at Auburn, though. Got you, got you. I see anything else I like? Oh, UConn Marquette play Saturday. I was just about to say League City. I was just about to say League City. That's that's going to be the one right there. That's definitely going to be one. Yeah, definitely them two. Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky and Auburn play Saturday, too. So, Auburn got two top 25 games in the same week, you know. So, I hope – hopefully they make me look good because I told you all I like them. Hopefully they make me look good. The, the, the real thing you want to win is the ace, is the regular season, you know. The like tourney gets you the automatic bid, but, you know, winning the conference also does, too, so. And that's that's what really counts. Cause like I said, you play everybody yeah. regular season. Mm-hmm. In the tournament, you don't. So it's next for us, I was just about to say it's interesting too for like those power five conferences. If you win like your regular season title, um, you pretty much get a automatic bid for the tourney versus, you know, the mid majors. You have to win your conference tournament to get up. It don't matter if you come in number one or not. Um, but yeah, that is crazy because because you get an automatic bid if you win the the Power Five conference tournament, which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you can you can stink it up regular season and win the conference tournament and somehow slip into it on the, on the right. Power Five side. That's crazy. Same. Yeah, that is that's kind of that's kind of unfair for real for real. Right. So if you're a mid major and you don't win that tournament, no matter how good you were. Throughout the, the season, you had one slip up. That's why I was saying, from my perspective, it's like we were talking about it um, before mm-hmm. we, we started, uh, before we got on air. But from my perspective, it's so scary to lose, like, you know, towards the end of the year because, you know, your your season is coming to an end. So, again, got you. That's why you said that. Yeah. yeah. You got the different perspective. Yeah. From my perspective. Um, but moving on, we're going to move on to women's college basketball. Um, just uh, laying out the same question, my my top five would be uh, number one, South Carolina, who is still unbeaten. They just whooped up on UConn uh, yesterday, beat them by 19 um, in a convincing fashion. UConn never really had a chance. Um, I got number two is uh, Stanford. Um, number three, Iowa, even though they just uh, got upset. Um I would probably take Texas at number four and then NC State at number five. I know Ohio State is up there, but I'm not too uh, sold on their their uh, schedule. Um, also, haven't really looked into it that much, but I don't recall them playing a lot of top-tier teams. Um, so those will probably be my top five um, games I'm looking forward to this week. Uh, number 21, Baylor plays uh, number 22, uh, Oklahoma. Uh, number six, NC State plays number 16, Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's freshman is red hot right now. She, like, leads the country in steals uh, for freshmen. Um, so their point guard is she's she going crazy right now. Um, had a couple double-double games. Um, also number eight, Colorado, and number 22, Utah. That should be a good game. That conference is uh, they're playing musical chairs right now. Everybody's pretty much upsetting everybody. So that should be a good game. Also, uh, UCLA, uh, they're number nine. And number 11, Oregon State. Um, then we have Virginia Tech. Um, 
and Virginia Tech is sitting at 11 also, um, and number 18, Louisville. And then to end out the week, number 10, USC plays Oregon State. So Oregon State has a tough week coming up. They got UCLA, and then they got USC. So they got back-to-back -back, uh, tough games. Um, so it should be an interesting week again uh, for women's college basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, jacking your top five as far as your power rankings are concerned. Mine would be a little different, though. I'm not going to style. I'd probably go number one, uh, South Carolina. Number two, Iowa. Number three, Stanford. Number four, Texas. And number five, LSU. And I say that because I feel like uh, LSU is a dangerous team in the tournament. You know, when they get to playing their game, I feel like it's hard to to beat them. But uh, real quick, quick sidebar, you know, of course, I don't want us to be misinterpreted up here on the network. We mean no disrespect. Of course, we're not saying that conference tournaments do not mean anything across the board. We just talking, we were just talking solely about the ACC. You know what I mean? Because Malik and I are, are S, uh, excuse me, ACC guys up here as well as SEC guys in college foot, but ACC guys as far as college basketball and, um, you know, you can't duck smoke in a regular season. That's all we mean by that. So, what you got, Dolik? You uh, you you gotta be reading my mind, bro. Because my top five is South Carolina, Iowa, Stanford, NC State, and LSU. Um, I, I I'm under the same, you know, uh, thinking as you. I think LSU, you know, once. You know, the chips get pushed to the middle of the table, you know, and maybe they can't turn it on because, you know, that's, that's not always how sports works, you know, but I know that they do have a talented roster. Uh, so I, I would, you know, keep them up there just just based off of, you know, just their potential. Um, um, but, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm open to, you know, hearing if anybody else has somebody else above them, you know, uh, that's the thing about college basketball. We was talking, you know, earlier. Um, it really comes down to your matchups and when you play somebody, man, because a lot of these teams, you know, got the same record damn near, you know, uh, besides South Carolina, who is undefeated. You know, everybody else has like three or four L's uh, and right around 21, 22 wins, you know. So it's – it's a lot of parity on both sides, men and women. Uh, but I, I'm with you on that, bro. I think, I think that's my top five right there. I forgot to mention also that South Carolina whooped up on UConn without Cordoza, so they didn't even have their big, their starting five. Um, they just running through them right yeah, now. They just running it up. Um, but LSU, I don't know, man. I watched them play Alabama. They won by 20. They ended up winning by 20, but they struggled for the majority, uh, the most of that game. They don't really defend well. Um, and they they just so, they're just so, like, hot and cold, you know. Um, there's not a lot of fluidity um, in the game with them. So it's, it's kind of hard to – I ain't going to say – I it's still hard. don't think they're going to take off until they get the Van Leaf girl, like, in some type of, like – she Some get, type of consistent situation. Yeah, she just out yeah, there. Yeah, right you know, she just be out there up up and down, you know what I'm saying? She don't be yeah. doing nothing, like, you know, after seeing her play at Louisville, then seeing her now. I know you explained this, you know, like a couple pods ago. But, yeah, I think they got to find some way to tap into her talent. You know what I'm saying? She just out there for no reason right now. Yeah, and if they can, that might be their X factor because, That's a fact. I mean, it's like, yeah, you could play through Angel. But with the way that the game is now, you can't really necessarily trade three for two, twos for threes. Um, so you got to find somebody on the wing that can also take the pressure off of Angels, right? If everybody could just sit in the paint and or double Angel, then and, and nobody makes open shots, then, you know, it makes it easy for the defense. So most teams have a balanced scoring attack. An inside outside presence. Um, so they got to figure it out between her and um, Flange. She got to become more consistent, also. Um, so, anyway.
it's just my thought process on LSU and hopefully hope figure it out because uh, they do have a talented roster and their freshmen they have good freshmen everything so I mean they 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 have the roster to do it it's just a matter of them figuring out you know that team chemistry which because they have so many transfers and new new folks it may be hard and so much change hard. has happened like I said you know, with them losing a couple people at the beginning of the year and all of that good stuff. So that probably has a lot to do with it. Um, so just shooting them some grace there. Um, but yeah, outside of that, that's all I have for women's college hoops. We're gonna move on to the NBA. Um, we got the all-star game approaching. Uh, who are your top five teams in the NBA right now, no matter the conference? So overall top five. Yeah, um, my top five definitely probably won't surprise people. Um, number one, I got the Celtics. Um, number two, I know they're not healthy right now, but when healthy, uh, I, I like the Bucks at number two. Um, number three, they've been consistent all year. Um, I just like, I know they're young, leak, um, injury, but. I, I like OKC at number three, man. I'm not going to lie to you just because the firepower they have. I think uh, they're going to cause some matchup problems in the playoffs, man. I really do. Um, number four, I got the Timberwolves. And number five, I got the Clippers. Um, now, I'm not I'm not going to dispute anybody if you flip those two. Just the Timberwolves have been a little more consistent this year uh, as opposed to the Clippers. That's why I got them ranked ahead of them. And uh, and and my and my power rankings as we currently speak for the NBA, but but yeah, that's my top five right now, man. What you think, League City? I got uh, it's kind of the same. I got the Celtics at number one. Um, at number two, right now, I'd have the Clippers. Um, at number three, I would have the Bucks. Uh, number four, I would have the T Wolves, and number five, I would have the uh Oklahoma City Thunder. Um. Yeah, that's that's probably how I'd have it. Uh, you know, I'm a Shea fan. You know, that's my guy. You know, so um, I'm I'm really been tuning in to the OKC. They do got a good team. They might be a little too young to do it, you know, but they just they gonna give anybody problems, bro. You know, just just how they play. You know, what I'm saying and and the talent they got around them. Uh, same with the T Wolves. You know, they play great defense. You know, um, and that can take you a long way in the playoffs. When you you got to get stops, you know. Uh, so I I think that'd be my top five with um with the Nuggets with the Nuggets and the Suns right outside of it, you know. Um, that that probably be where I got it at right now because the Suns have been playing good too, you know, not too lately, and and Nuggets have been kind of consistent all year. I I think uh I think they're just gonna be tough to deal with whenever whoever has to see them, you know. So that, that'd be me right there. Yeah, I would probably round out my top five with the Nuggets. I would put them at number five. We'll probably go Boston. Um did I hear anybody say Cleveland? Cleveland no. playing lights out. Um so I'm gonna put them up there. Um I'm gonna go Clippers. They put me a four. Uh, so my number four pick would probably be. I'm gonna go Milwaukee. That rounds out your five. Yep. Yeah. Ain't a bad five because I almost put the Nuggets over the Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put Denver in the five. But... And yeah, that's no disrespect. Shout out Cleveland, man. Cleveland is balling right now. Just from a from a consistency standpoint, and, and once they line up in the playoff, I feel like the Bucks uh knock off the Cavs. I'm gonna tell y'all team though to look out for NBA, and this is you know, this might be the first time in our lifetime where we've been outside where we can actually be like, yo, in the East, watch out for the Knicks, man. Watch out for the Knicks because that roster is real complimentary right now, real complimentary, real complimentary. This is the best roster they've had, I feel like, um, you know, since the Mellow era. Legit. Through and through. Yeah, I um I think the Knicks is they definitely been playing good. I it just it's gonna come down to matchups for real, for real. 
yeah. in my opinion, with them. Um, because we know what Brunson gonna give you, you know. Uh, and if those pieces fit in, they are dangerous. You know what I'm saying? It looks like they're taking it serious. You know, we're trying to get him some help and trying to get a rotation built over there. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree with that. I just, I just, just got to see who going who gonna step up to the plate with Brunson come playoff time. You know, because playoff time you gotta go get a bucket. So we'll see what 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 happens when the lights are brighter. One hundred percent, and they got a lot of basketball to play in the NBA. So this is probably gonna change a hundred times by the time we get to the end of the season. Even though we are are kind of midway through the season right now. Um, moving on, uh, a name nobody mentioned for sure uh, is the Lakers. Um, and they didn't make any moves at the trade trade deadline. Um, can this current roster make another run in the playoffs? I'm gonna keep it all the way trail. Anytime you got Bron and AD, I love our chances, right? Um, I love how D Lo is playing right now, to be specific. I love that Austin Reeves is officially back in the start lineup. He's been playing great, consistent. I just think, Dre and Malikin, y'all know this. You know what I'm saying? Of course, basketball, everyone has roles. But, you know, just from a psychological standpoint, from a confidence standpoint, it definitely helps when you start. You understand what I'm saying? I know bro tried to jazz it, you know, in reference to Coach Ham. Um, you know, he tried to state that, you know, Mono Ginobili came up the bench. But, I mean, that sounds good, but I'm not jacking that. I was a starter. I was the starting two guard when we made it to the Western Conference Finals. Like, I understand I, I was having a slump, but come on, let me let me rock. So, he earned a starting job back. He's been playing good. Um, I know Jared, uh, Jared Vanderbilt is out right now. With, uh, that hurts. Uh, but like Dre mentioned last week, we did uh, just uh, pick up Spencer Dinwiddie. You know what I'm saying? Um, excuse me, not last week, the, the other day when we all were talking on the call. Um, so hopefully, you know, he he plays better and improves our rotation. But, but yeah, man, I love how AD's been playing all year. Bron is coasting Malik. I know I know you can see it. I can definitely tell. Um, so we'll, we'll see once the playoffs begin. You know, once, you know, it's looking like we might be in the play-in play situation, which I hope we don't. But, um, you know, if it does end up that way, then, you know, we just got to rock and then earn our spot and, you know, work our work our way up from there. But, but yeah, I do think uh, we have a chance, though, to answer the question directly. I agree. You know, uh, like Brett said, you know, you got Brian AD, you got a chance. Um, to make a run. And I don't think it's like really any juggernaut teams, you know, um, out west to where you couldn't make a run, you know. Um, and I know a lot of people will say, you know, they wouldn't want to see the Nuggets again because what the Nuggets did to them. But if you really remember the series, the Lakers had a chance to win a bunch of those games, you know, uh, they couldn't keep a lead. Um, so uh, I think that they got a chance. Now, do I, I don't, you know, how, how far they go, I don't know. You know, that that's all due to matchups. I know the Clippers have been playing well, um, but they normally, you know, fold somewhere in the playoffs. So I, I think it's still a possibility they can make a run. Uh, but it, it's going to take people being healthy, you know what I'm saying, them locking in on the defensive side, man, um, more than anything, you know, and, and some consistency shooting. Uh, but I, I think they got a shot still, you know. Same. I think um, they definitely have a, a shot, uh, especially I know you mentioned um, in your, your monologue earlier, Kay, about the NFL season. Uh, the NBA season is long also. Um, and just a few short months ago or, yeah, a few short months ago, uh, the Lakers won the play-in tournament or the in-season tournament. So um, they definitely have the ability to – uh, make a deep playoff run. Um, again, it's just going to be about consistency and folks staying healthy. Uh, they have, you know, enough firepower on the roster, like like Kay said, with AD and Braun leading the charge. Um, it's just about, you know, those other key guys stepping up and, and making some plays for them. Um, outside of that, uh, we're going to bounce back to All-Star Weekend any uh, event that you all are most looking forward to? 
Definitely looking forward to that uh, NBA versus WNBA challenge between Steph and Sabrina. Looking forward to that, man, because Sabrina could definitely shoot. We all know what it is with Steph. So I'm just I'm just looking forward to seeing how she compete, though, man, because when she does three-point contests, she be going crazy. So it's not necessarily about, you know, who's the better shooter, of course. You know, we know who that is, bar none. That's the greatest shooter God has, you know, blessed to touch this earth and Steph. But in the three-point competition, though, it's about who get hot, man. You know what I mean? So, you know. We seen what she does when when she gets hot in these three point contests specifically, and of course we have two with Steph. But the clip she was man, that's why they set this up because this <laughs> people probably like yo man, what are you talking about? But I'm trying to tell y'all, look it up. She gets in her bag when it comes to three point competition. She can shoot. She gets in her bag in three point contests. I'm trying to tell y'all. So she's shooting from the NBA uh, three two. I don't know what the difference is between the NBA and WNBA three. Like how big of a difference it is. But... Yeah. Um, she said she's shooting from the NBA range too. Mm. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. Outside of that, I mean, I do like that they're trying to find new ways to engage folks uh, for the All Star Weekend. Um, because I feel like a lot of it, um, we had outgrown. Um, probably you know since we were kids, you know you had the the All Star. Uh, what is it? The Skills Challenge, Dunk Contest three-point contest, and then you had the all-star game or you might, what they did like a rookie game or, you know, like a newcomer type game. Um, I feel like we had, like I said, outgrown most of it. So I, I do applaud the NBA for constantly trying to find ways to, uh, new ways to engage folks um, in the all-star weekend. Um, but I'm, to be honest, I'm looking forward to when we can enjoy them in person. Not to say that I can now, but I'm ready to be like reporting in the mix, you know, during All Star Game. So, uh, not just out there partying and spending money. I just want to be, you know, what I'm saying, want to actually be, uh, reporting. So, um, that's what I'm most looking forward to. I'm putting that in the atmosphere, speaking it into it existing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely the goal. You can go ahead though, Lee. What was you about to say, fam? My fault. Oh, I wasn't about to say nothing. I was just saying it's facts, what she said. I mean, I'm looking forward to the same thing, Steph and Sabrina. Um, other than that, nothing really, you know. Hey, real quick, they are doing the uh the skills challenge differently. So y'all know how the skills challenge mainly used to be point guards, right? Used to be the battle of the guards, right? Growing up, they would go through the obstacle course, who can make it through the quickest. You know what I'm saying? So now they do it in teams, like teams of threes. And you go up like, all right, this year it's um, Team Pacers, which is Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Benedict Mathurin, and Miles Turner, who all, of course, are from the Pacers. Um, then it's the team top picks. So it's uh, Paolo Benchero, Anthony Edwards, and Victor Wimbignana, Wimbignama, excuse me, uh, that's the team top picks, and then team all-stars is Trey Young, Tyrese Maxey, and Scotty Barnes. So I like how they're, you know, doing the pairings now with the, uh, you know, the teams of threes and, uh, you know, making it competitive, making it different, you know, being innovative, making it competitive. I do like I do like uh, how they're doing the skills challenge this year. Definitely like that team all-stars team the best. I'm not going to lie to y'all, uh, you know, with Tyrese Maxey and Trey Young, but we'll see how it plays out, though, for sure. But that team top picks are going to be crazy too, though, with Victor, Victor and uh, Ant Man. So, and Benchero, nice too. Hello, so, But yeah, man. Hello, That's well, all I got for y'all, boys. Hey, man. Was there any readiness, anything y'all want to address? Uh, yeah, people got to stop saying stuff is rigged, man. You know, that was a good Super Bowl play last night, you know. Um, I know a lot of people have been complaining about the holding calls and not calls, you know. Um, for the most part, they let them play, bro. There was one holding call called all game. Um, 
as far as speaking for linemen goes, and that was on Trent Williams with his back-to-back mistakes earlier in the game, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of people saying stuff is rigged, man. You know, of course, they was pushing Taylor Swift agendas, man, but Taylor Swift can't go out there and line up, you know. She can't go out there and run a route, guard nobody, you know what I'm saying. And it's it's hard to rig it as obvious as people are trying to make it seem, man, you know. So, like, I just – I don't like that, you know. So, just stop that. Enjoy the football, whether your team won or didn't win. That, and that'd be the thing, bro. It'd be – People's team ain't even in the Super Bowl, bro. You complaining because you, you don't like seeing people win, you know, living a loser society these days. Uh, Thanks. So Everybody's trying to reason to hate on something. Like, yeah, you know, like, just appreciate what's good. Yeah. That joint is crazy. And that's, that's my only unreadiness. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing that. And another thing, y'all need to stop talking about Alicia Keys. She missed one note. And everybody forgot about the thousands of good notes that she <laughs> before that moment she had a dang on dress or cape on that covered the whole stadium. So that probably was you know grabbing on her neck. Anything y'all not even thinking about none of that stuff. But she bounced back though, and she bounced back. That's the thing, y'all. Everybody focused on that one one little note. Um, halftime show was a was a banger. I'm proud leave of Usher. Keys alone. Yeah, leave Alicia Keys alone. I'm proud of Usher because I'm I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I thought he was gonna sell out on this and do a lot of his pop songs because it was the Super Bowl. But definitely went hood on it. He definitely went definitely, full black on definitely, his head. Definitely R and B and I appreciate it because that was one of the uh better, you know, halftime shows that we've had. So shout out to Jay-Z. Ever since Jay-Z took over the halftime show. Them joints have been lit every year. Them joints have been lit every year. Thank you for stating that, Dre, because people been hating on Usher's performance. And I'm like, Dag, what y'all want him to do? The man that changed three times for y'all. He didn't he he done ripped the shirt he off only with had ladies. 15 minutes, right? You feel me? Man, man's was skating. I mean, like, Dag on. Like, what y'all want him to do? He pulled out all cards last night. All cards <laughs> last night. And was all no, nah, I'm playing. I ain't even gonna say that, cause no, nah, I'm playing. And he was definitely, he was, he was, he's a uh, definitely entertainer though, for sure. He definitely an entertainer. Shout out to Usher. He got married yesterday too. He got married last night. Yeah. After the, did he? He After the Super Bowl, married in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. He got married, bro. Wow, I didn't even know that. That's how y'all know I've been shut off from the world after after that after that. Yeah, I cut the TV off. I haven't seen nothing about the Super Bowl and stuff I've been reading, of course, you know, for research purposes. But yeah, man, you know, of course, for me, you know, it's always bang, bang, not a gang. We'll be back, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, real champions bounce back. So that's what we're going to have to do. And, you know, uh, we start fresh next year. So, Go Rams. Uh, you know. It's now fully hoop season. Expect a lot of hoop content from us. Expect more interviews from us. And uh, yeah, man, please continue to like, subscribe, share, and view the content. This your boy, K. I'm with Leak the God, with Drizzy. And we out, man. Peace and blessings. Peace. Peace.